Welcome to the Grow to Gold podcast. My name is Brett Goldstein and I'm your host. On today's episode, we have Julian Gomez, who just made over $100,000. Yes, you heard that correct. $100,000 last month alone from knocking doors in the solar industry, which is a huge pastime of mine. So I look forward to introducing Julian, his story, his mindset, and what he had to do to accomplish this at 23 years old. So Julian, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, man. Good. I'm excited. You should be doing a lot better than pretty good after that last month you had. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm definitely, definitely feeling it, you know? I love it, man. So let's jump right in. I want to introduce everybody to you, your story. This is the first time I've gotten the privilege to have a conversation with you. So I'm getting to know you just as much as the audience here. So let's start from the beginning, man. Tell us your story. Where do you come from? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, kind of short story, born in uh, New Mexico, moved to uh, Fort Lauderdale when I was uh, a few years old, grew up mostly with my dad. You know, normal life, went to school, yada, yada. My dad's a salesman or he started as a salesman and now he owns you know, different businesses. So he heavily influenced why I'm able to persuade people just growing up around someone that's, you know, very good at that himself. Um, and then went to college, dropped out of college because I, you know, fuck college and then went and started doing sales. Well, actually I dropped out. I wanted to be a professional boxer. Um, did that for about six months over train because I don't know how to balance anything. So, you know, over train was addicted to it, got injured, um, overuse injury essentially. And then couldn't do that anymore. So then I went back to um, school for a little bit. And then I was like, yeah, I forgot. I fucking hate school. And then I went to uh, um, started doing sales, selling gym memberships at LA fitness. So um, yeah, now I'm so doing how, solar. So how old, so, so let's just give the audience some context. So how old were you? So what, what year did you drop out of college? Oh man, I don't know. I have a bad sense of time. I was probably, I've, oh geez, I don't Freshman, know. It was like 22. Wait, what oh year? yeah, I was like two years deep, so that would have been, fuck, sophomore. I don't know, that was like two, yeah, three so, years so, ago. Yeah. So, so sophomore, so you dropped out at that point, you just realized it wasn't for you, and then from there you went right into LA Fitness selling gym memberships, or was there something between there? Yeah, well, um, af after college I went and I dropped out to try to be a professional boxer, got injured, so... Um, you know, I think I went back to school for a little bit or maybe I didn't, I'm not sure, but all I know is after boxing is, that, you know, after that injury is then when I went into sales at LA fitness okay. and then I did that for a year. I was a sales manager. I fucking killed it there. Like I was number one guy in the district, like month after month, like on my first day we did a competition and I had not been trained or like they did not train us well there. And like, I had no training and I just like beat the manager and the other reps in this like a little competition on day one. And like my first month was like killing all, everyone, just a rep. So, you know, I, I, you know, I was always been good at sales, um, but I was not making good money there. I love that. So in terms of, so let's, let's talk a little bit about that because it sounds like you have a natural, would you say it's a natural sales ability or would you say it's more so just an ambition? What do you think really makes you so good at sales? I mean, sales, the reason why I feel like I'm good at sales, I mean, it, I definitely would say it's natural, right? Cause I don't have, I didn't have any official training. I didn't go to school for it. Like, you know, I just grew up in an environment where, like I said, I was around my dad and um, my dad is definitely a salesman himself. And he's not currently like selling shit for commission per se. He's like running businesses that, you know, in all businesses is, is based around sales. So he started out in sales and then he, he transitioned into starting his own businesses. 
which are sales type businesses, you know what I mean? So essentially being around someone like that, so you're, who you're so close to, who's constantly like either training people on how to sell or he was selling me on shit all the time, selling me on why I shouldn't, why I shouldn't do drugs, selling me on why, you know, I can do whatever I set my mind to, like constantly just like persuading me different things, you know what I mean? Or just like stupid shit too, like if we're going to the fucking, like, I don't even know, like if he's like buying something and he's like unhappy with the product, just like finessing like a, a refund, you know what I mean? Like shit like that, like stupid shit, like, like just finessing stuff like that, like all this type of persuasion, just being around it all my life just heavily influenced me, I think is why in part genetics. And, you know, my dad's friends as well were also like in, involved in his business to where those people are was around as well. So it's just, it, it was just an environmental thing. I feel like it may be a little genetic. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that. That That's definitely something that being around that, growing up around that environment, you definitely picked up a thing or two. So I appreciate that. And it sounds like you've worked hard to expand on that as well. So you didn't really get the training at LA Fitness. I think that's a really cool story. And then you still went out and outsold the manager. So do you feel like just going out there on the floor and just having conversations with people and building those relationships? Like that's always been just a natural thing for you. You feel like you, you really do a good job in caring for people. Cause ultimately that's what sales is. It's relationship building, right? Yeah. I mean, when you say on the floor, I, I mean, I don't know if you mean on the field or in the floor in the gym, because in LA fitness, we would, you know, go on the, on the floor in the gym and, and try to get people to like send us referrals and this and that, but we'd also have to go out and outside market and basically do what similar to door to door sales. It's, it's cold approaching. Like you're approaching someone uninvited. Like I'd go out to fucking, you know, shopping plazas and talk to as many people as I can in the shortest amount of time, you know, every employee, every customer walking around, Hey, you know, trying to, trying to get them to buy a gym membership. So, um, you know, but as far as like a natural ability to, to, to talk to people in this and that, like, um, I'm more of the type where I'm very good at communicating, um, you know, in, in, in a professional sense, you know, when it comes to socially, like, you know, yeah, I can socialize in this and that, but I'm not like the fucking, you know, coolest kid in high school, like always out talking to everybody, you know what I mean? But like I when know, it comes yeah, to business, I, exactly what you mean. I got sauce, you know? Yeah. I like it. I like it. It makes total sense. And it's probably because you see the vision of going out there and being able to connect those two things for, for a monetary reward and also a vision towards growing towards where you want to be professionally and, and helping some other people along the way, which makes total sense to me. So let's fast forward because I think we've yeah. done a good job at this point in setting the tone. So how do you end up getting so you've been in solar now i believe seven eight months you'd share with me yeah I just, um last month september was my seventh month seven full okay. months so how do you get into this industry how do you go from gym memberships to knocking on doors commission only selling solar how does that happen yeah so basically um i uh, i quit la fitness and um i decided that i wanted to go into solar because i had seen one of my friends like making a shitload of money. And this kid, I, you know, his name's Sam Mita, met this uh, handsome fellow at a party. Um, he pulled up in an M4 and I at the time had a, you know, BMW 328 M Sport. So he had a nicer car than me, but we both had nice cars and we were kind of talking about that. You know, he liked my shoes. I was wearing Balenciagas. We just kind of started talking about this and that and really cool kid. We kind of became friends, talked a little here and there, mostly followed him on social. At that time, he was selling, uh, you know, alarms and he was a top rep in the industry. But alarms, you know, they, I don't know, it's making two, three hundred a year, you know. And then uh, I saw him transition to solar at the time I was still at LA Fitness. And then I was seeing these big checks. Honestly, at first I was like, ah, that, that, I don't know, that shit may be cat. Like, what is this? 
you know, especially with all those Forex dudes and all this, like there is some fake shit out there. But then I see him buying all this nice shit. I was like, hmm, well, if those checks are real, how does this kid have an M5 and a fucking GTI and a Richard Milley and a Rolex and a Hublot and like all this shit? I'm like, this shit, this must be legit. So, you know, it took a little bit. I was mostly trying to finish my mission at LA Fitness, which was, you know, to get promoted to manager, which I did pretty, I think it was in four months. And then, um, you know, grow the, 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 the numbers for the club significantly above what the previous manager had done I had like set that mission I wanted to complete it before I quit and moved on to solar so I felt you know I felt satisfied with what I had done at LA and I was like now's the time I quit and I go to LA or I mean I go to solar so question for you so in terms of those checks that you were seeing from Sam what, what were you seeing that he was making a week a month I, I don't know how how it was being promoted that that made you feel like this is something that might be for you well, that the company he's at, they do Big Check Friday and um, they post, you know, their big checks. And I would just see everything, anything from 10 to fucking, I think I saw 40 at that time, like just every week getting, you know, five figures in the bank to where it's like, fuck, you know? Mm -hmm. So you were seeing somebody that you had met when you were working at the gym that you ran into at a party that was getting Big Check Friday shout outs for thirty, forty thousand $40,000 literally knocking on doors commission only selling solar yep. is that correct yep yep and that intrigued me and that intrigued me and then i asked them and then and eventually i just decided to take the bet on myself and do it wow okay so you're the type of person i think the audience and, and i know myself is getting a very clear understanding so you're the type of person where when you see something is possible and you see other people are achieving that type of result there's not a doubt in your mind that you can do that as well Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I full heartedly believe that anything I set my mind to, I can accomplish. And I believe other people could do the same thing if they actually believe it. And that's the thing you got to believe it. And I don't know why I'm able to believe that. Maybe I'm just a confident person. I, I, I don't know. But I think the biggest reason why I have that ability to believe in myself is because of my upbringing, because of my dad, because like I said, he was a salesman and he would sell me on the fact that I could do anything I set my mind to. And I have some sort of, he would say, genius, and I just need to find what it is and that I'm going to do big things in life. And as a kid, by your dad, someone you look up to when they're, when they're you know, can trying to basically make that point to you, it's very powerful because you're a kid. You know what I mean? You're susceptible to influence. So I don't know. But yeah, I, I, feel like, and I feel like I can do whatever I set my mind to. And when I saw this kid doing, I'm like, why can't I do the same thing? You know what I mean? I love that. Is your dad your hero? Oh man, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. I suppose you could say that. It sounds like he is. I think anybody listening to this podcast, you've referenced him a couple of times at this point, and I know mine is. So it sounds to me like yours really is as well. And he really did a good job in making you feel like you can do anything. And it sounds like he really did a good job leading from the front and showing you what's possible from a, from a home setting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's powerful, man. So let's jump in right in because it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows, right? I'm sure there was, yeah. you know, you, you didn't make a hundred grand your first month. It, maybe you did and I just don't know. But in terms, <laughs> of, in terms of your first couple of months going through, because I know when I first started in solar and some people know my story, I wanted to quit every single day for the first 30 days. And then I turned out to do pretty well. I never made a hundred grand a month from personal sales. So that's why I'm interested in talking to you as well. But what was your initial transition like? Was it just like LA Fitness where you walked in and just rocked it or was it a little bit different? Yeah, yeah by, uh, so basically um, the company I'm working at, Spartan Solar, uh, we, they weren't sure exactly when they were going to start. Alex, you know, the, the owner wasn't sure exactly which day he was going to start on. So 
I was like getting ready, like mentally, but I didn't, I hadn't memorized like the script yet. So he hits me up one day. He's like, yo, we're starting tomorrow and sent me the script. And I'm like, fuck. So I go, you know, for three hours in my fucking walking in circles, in my apartment, like I'm doing right now, because that's how my brain works. And try to just say the script a million times until I memorized it. And then the next day was my first day. And I shadowed him for three hours, knocking doors. And, um, you know, we, we had one sit, one appointment. And then um, obviously our meeting that day. And then the next day, uh, day two, it's my first day out there actually knocking on my own. So it's my first like actual day knocking, but second day active at the company. And I remember exactly, I knocked for three hours. I got four appointments, two were same day, two were next day. One of the same days needed to reschedule. One of the same days showed that same day that showed signed. I got a deal on my first day, which made me four grand on my first day. And uh, this guy probably gave me 10 to 20 no's. It was this older guy, Tito. He was like 80. Like literally like I was, because my selling style, I'm very aggressive. You know what I mean? I'm very persistent. You could I say don't think, I don't think I don't think anybody would have gathered that. Yeah. I'm, just totally, <laughs> I'm totally guessing. Go ahead. I'm, t- I'm totally messing with you. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I uh, you know, and I, I didn't end up actually using the script. I said at the first couple of doors, but then I just kind of just winged some shit. I, I, I said what I felt like would would would, you know, persuade people based on my understanding of how solar worked. And then it ended up being like the script that I kind of just ended up making kind of like my own script. I mean, obviously it was influenced by the one that, that, that Alex had given me, but it was, you know, I ended up like twisting it, you know, out there in the field and it, and it worked. And um, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy to get a deal on my first day because going into that job, I knew the reality, which is like hundred percent commission. You only eat what you kill. Like I might not get a deal for my first month and not have any money coming in. And I was prepared to do that. And I knew that wasn't going to be the case for me, but I knew it was a risk. But I was confident I would do good from the get-go, and I did. It was crazy on my first day to make four grand a day. I was like, what the fuck? So, yeah. Yeah, that's impressive. So, and where, and where were you knocking? You're down in Florida, right? Um, yeah, in, Flint, in Orlando, yeah. So, you were knocking in the Orlando market when you first started. You're still there today, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you were out knocking doors in Orlando. Did you have any moments when you were out there in the beginning where it was like, oh, shit, what am I doing? Or you knew from the very beginning that, like, F it. This is the mission. I know what I'm here to do. I've burned the boats. I'm done with LA. This is what I'm doing. And it's time to make this shit happen. When, when I transitioned to solar, was I thinking like, shit, what am I doing? Doing door to door sales? Is that what you're saying? Maybe, well, again, you were doing a little bit of the outside, you know, cold calling and prospecting to find gym memberships there. But to really, because I'd imagine at LA Fitness, you had a base, you probably had some benefits yep. or a manager, right? Oh, so I see I, what you're saying. I'm just try, I'm yeah. trying to connect it for the audience that, again, the big thing that I want people to get from this point up, in, up until this point in the podcast here is that you're somebody that's willing to take risks and bet on yourself. And for that person that has that, job that they feel like might be beneath them, but give some of that security of the base, the benefits, the health insurance, all that, you know, just the mindset of you making that transition. What was that like? I hear you. Yeah. So for me, um, I'm a very, you know, I'm I'm a risk taker. You know what I mean? I I do a lot of things that are risky in my life. Well, not really so much, mostly just driving. I drive like a fucking degenerate and, um, you know, that's pretty much it. But, um, you know, but no, overall, I guess you could say I'm a risk taker for sure. And, you know, I just wanted to take the risk. I mean, you got to risk it for the biscuit. You know what I mean? Like you can't get the high rewards without the high risk. And though, and the thing is, is the way I saw it, I didn't see it as a risk because I'm very confident in myself. I'm like, look, I've been the number one guy in the district at this LA fitness month after month. Like I got my dad that's very successful. Like I'm just, I got sauce. Like there's no reason why I couldn't do solar sales is sales. Like it's the transference of certainty. So if I could sell a gym membership, 
I could sell a popsicle or I could sell solar. It's all the same. You know, I just knew I had to get past that learning curve of the solar industry, which, you know, my mission was to accomplish that learning curve and learn it as quickly as I could. So I asked a million fucking questions and annoyed my boss. But like at the end of the day, now he's happy. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I love it. I love it. And what position do you currently hold at Spartan? Are you a manager or are you, you're just a rep that focuses on yourself? What, what, what's your, what do you do there? I function as a manager. I don't have a manager title, although I will probably next month. Um, you know, I have, I'm a, my, my title is a mentor to where I have, you know, right now currently 12 people on my downline underneath me that, um, you know, I feel responsibility for, for their success because I'm their mentor. So, you know, they, I, I, I train them and I mentor them and I, I, I recruit them and this and that. So um, that's my title at Spartan, but I do focus obviously on myself, but as well as, as, as them. So I'm basically that. a manager. Yeah. I love that. So my question to you is because leadership is all about setting the example, just like your father did for you growing up. And it sounds like still does today in a lot of ways when now let's get into the point of the, the awesome goal that you just achieved this last month of a hundred thousand dollars earned in commissions in September. Do you feel like a big reason why you were able to do that was because you do have this mentor mentor title. You do have people underneath you. You do feel like, because a lot of people will say they work much harder for other people than they do for themselves. And it sounds like you're an extremely self-motivated person, but I think you also probably wanted to try and set the example for the people that are looking up to you. Would you say that's accurate? Yeah. I mean, I definitely, um, the biggest motivator for me day to day is not money, especially in this industry. You don't get paid until the deals install. So the biggest motivator for me is, is competition as well as admiration. So I try to, you know, be someone that, you know, people could look up to or like, or I'm sorry, my voice cracked or like, um, because, you know, admiration feels very good. And that's, you know, as well as competition too. I like winning. You know what I mean? I, I I'm very competitive. I used to do sports. I wanted to be heavyweight champion of the world. I'm looking at a Mike Tyson painting on my wall right now. You know what I mean? Like I said, I dropped out of school to do boxing. I got injured. I had to stop, but I believe I could have accomplished that too, but I got injured. So fuck it. Now I'm here and I'm selling solar and it's probably for the best. But yeah, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm motivated by those things, but yeah, having people that look up to me is also motivating too. You know what I mean? Knowing that I got people that want to see me win and that uh, I got to inspire. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And they say that sales is professional, you know, selling is the, is the closest thing to professional sports for somebody that maybe didn't make it in, in athletics. So I think you're definitely in the right spot. So let's go yeah. now because because the grow to goal community here is really all about mindset. And a lot of people yeah. listen to this probably aren't in the solar industry. Maybe they're not in sales. They, they certainly don't do door to door. But the mindset required to be successful across the board is really one and the same. So mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about your mindset of getting into solar seven months of really learning your craft and then, and then hitting a six figure month at 23 years old in this last month of September, 2021 is just extremely impressive. So I know you've touched on it a little bit already, but let's go a bit deeper into your mindset if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. The mindset that it takes to hit that kind of number, I suppose you're saying so. Sure. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, a, a, a lot of things, you know, one of my favorite quotes is um, choose your sacrifices or you'll be forced to make them. So I chose to sacrifice what was comfortable and what I wanted to do and, and, and stuff like that to get what, you know, my goal was. Um, I didn't want to sacrifice or here, let me reword. Let me rephrase that. I chose to sacrifice what I could have done, what I wanted to do, what was comfortable for what would get me to my goal and to actually not sacrifice my potential income. 
you know, I could have sacrificed my potential income because like I knew I had the potential to make a hundred thousand. So I could have either sacrificed a hundred thousand a month or just sacrificed, you know, going out and fucking sleeping in and this and that. So I had to choose between the two and I wanted the hundred thousand of the month. You know what I mean? So that was one of the biggest things is that that realization that everything you do every day, every movement you make, every decision you make is, is has a give and take. And I decided to take away some comfortable things for some things that would be more rewarding. And um, it was definitely worth it. And that was probably one of the biggest things. And, you know, just the mindset of like, I don't know what other mindsets I applied. That was probably the biggest one, man. You know what I mean? Because it, it was really hard work. It makes total sense. And, and that sense of accomplishment when you knocked it out, because I know, you know, going through your progress there, because I was following you pretty closely on social media because you were doing a lot of updates, which was really cool to see throughout the month. I believe you got to what was it like 90 something thousand with a couple of days left and you really had to put your head down. I saw you knocking in the rain, working like 13 hours a day. Talk to us a little bit about that final week and, and take, talk us through, you know, where you were financially to start that and then where you ended and, you know, give us a little bit of a play by play and the mindset of, of what that looked like your final week to ultimately achieve that, that six figure goal. So the final week mindset, um, you know, I, yeah, I did have 95 on the last day I hit hundred. I hit over 100, I hit 103 on, um, you know, the, the last day at like 7 p.m. or some shit. And, um, you know, I, I, I knew that I was going to hit it. You know, I knew that I was going to hit it. I had just statistically, I knew I was going to hit it. I, I forget what the numbers were exactly, but I think I had four appointments. So I'm like, I know the law of averages. I know, okay, I have four appointments. Two of them are actually going to sit down. And of those two that sit down, one of them are going to sign or two, depending, because my closing percentage is something like 70%. So I knew at a minimum, I should get one deal, unless I get really unlucky. You know what I mean? So I forget, I, I think that day, I'm pretty sure I only had one sit and I had that one close. And, um, you know, but yeah, the mindset of, of when I was like really close to it, I was, I don't know, I just felt the pressure. I did that thing on social media, that running leaderboard, because I wanted to feel like if I don't hit this goal, I'm gonna be a fucking clown, even though like I could have landed at 60 or even fucking 10. You know what I mean? And I still would have been making a lot of money and not been like some sort of broke boy or something. But for me, if I say I'm going to do something and I don't do it, I personally feel like a clown myself. So, you know, I, I said that I was going to do it. I had to do it. So I felt immense pressure. And that's what, you know, helped motivate me to knock so much and work so hard. But yeah, I mean, I, I knew I was going to hit the goal the whole time. And on the last day, there was a little anxiety, but I would just be like, hey, like I got four appointments, like statistically, I should be able to get a deal and I should be good. Yeah. I love that. And, and, and I, it's the, this, what I want everybody to hear listening to Julian speak through this is really just, there was no doubt, right? It's not like the whole way through, you're like, oh, am I going to get this result? And the more and more you sold, the more and more you believe. No, the, the reality was this happened for you before the month even started. It is Dude, really wrote, how it sounds like your goals are being portrayed here. 100%. The caption on my Instagram post, I wrote that at the beginning of the month as if I had already hit it. You know what I mean? Because I wanted to feel that feeling of hitting it and that your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and what you imagine. So I, I, I wrote that down and I felt that feeling. And I was like, wow, this feels good. I want to put this on my Instagram. You know what I mean? I'm like, I know I'm going to hit it. I already have like, there's no, you know what I mean? Like I just knew I was going to hit it. So yeah, that makes, and, and that's the reticular activating system. And I want everybody that's listening to this to understand exactly what Julian just said right there. Your brain really does not know the difference between what's happened and what hasn't happened. If your belief is that strong. So when you're operating from a place of certainty, like Julian was going through this month, it was unquestionable that it was going to happen. The universe was going to transpire to make that happen the way that it did. So that was a big point that I wanted to get across from this. And now that you've achieved this goal, 
right? Now that you actually made it happen, right? It became real. What is it, what has it done for you now going into the next month, right? Cause you've raised the bar to a point now where it's your, your standards are probably so much greater. So what does that look like for you now on a go forward basis? Yeah. So for, for go forward, I mean, for at least for this month goal, same thing, hundred grand, I would raise a little bit, but the thing is I got to go on a three day work trip to Utah and then I got to, um, I wanted to take one day off, which is actually today, um, to kind of make sure I don't burn out. Uh, and then I also have to find a new apartment and I got the apartment shop and sign a lease. And also I have to find a new car and buy a car. So I got to buy a car, buy an apartment, take three days off or take four days off in total. So considering these missions to hit a hundred grand, I'm going to have to actually increase my pace, which I know I could do. So goals, the same goals, the same hundred grand again this month. Mm. And talk about the standard. It's kind of like muscle memory, right? When you go to the gym and, and I know you can relate to this working LA fitness, I'm sure you're big into your health and fitness, you know, from a boxing perspective, but once you, you know, once you you get that bench press, you get that squat, you get that goal achieved at the gym, right? That maybe you're overthinking a bit about, then you just go do it. Now, all of a sudden you, you don't look at that goal as difficult or as hard as it was before. So for you, you yep. know, a lot of people talk about a million dollars a year as like folklore. Like it's just not, you know, that's crazy. And it's yeah. know, what, I, what I really want people to understand here is at 23 going on 24 years old for you, you just accomplished something that majority of people that live on this planet think is just not even possible regardless of how old they are, what they've accomplished or what level of degree they have. But yet you just went out with this mindset of F it. I know what I got to do. It's already done. And now I'm just going to go bring it into reality. So yeah. how, what, what advice do you have to somebody that might be struggling a little bit with their self-belief, self-doubt. Like they have the skills, they have the talent, but maybe there's just this sense of, I don't know if this is for me. And because they have that doubt, they don't know if they can do it. Now it's almost inevitable that they won't, right? I'm sure there's people in your office that you coach through that on a regular basis. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I feel like, you know, might work for someone is to lie to yourself until the lie becomes the truth. Tell yourself you're the fucking best until you become the best or whatever you're having an issue with, tell yourself that you can do it until it actually becomes true. I was speaking to one of my, one of my mentees yesterday and he's saying that, you know, he's not as good at selling English and because he's Spanish. And I'm like, dude, you speak great English. I mean, yeah, maybe you've had some more success with Spanish. doesn't mean you can't sell English. You need to tell yourself that you can and you will sell English and not be putting this limiting belief on yourself. Otherwise that's what's actually going to happen. Whether you believe you can or you can't, or whether you believe you can, or you can't, you're probably right. So if you believe you can, then you're, you're probably right. If you believe you can't, if you believe you can't, you 100% can. So I mean, I don't think there's necessarily an issue with one mind to themselves about what they're capable of doing, even if it's if, if, even if they know they're kind of capping to themselves, just be a salesman to yourself. You know what I mean? Like as salespeople, we're selling other people, why can't we sell ourselves too? I sell myself every day on why I'm this or why I'm that and, I, I'm, and I'm already sold. I'm just solidifying. It. You know what I mean? So um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's something that just popped in my head to your question. That's powerful. That's powerful. Do you have any set morning routines or nightly routines? Are you doing any sort of like affirmations, meditations, gratitude journaling? Do you do anything like that to kind of mentally prep yourself before you go after a big goal? Because again, most people wouldn't even have the courage to set a goal like a hundred thousand dollars in a month. And the monetary side of it is one thing, but just the amount of effort and energy that we required to make something like that happen. That's an entirely different story. But do you have any set routines or stuff you do before you go to bed that help you be able to mentally prepare for this? Yeah, I have a daily routine. So it starts with the morning routine. I wake up at seven every day. 
Um, you know, I then go to the gym. I then come back, take a cold shower. Or I'm sorry, I skipped one. Let me start over. Morning routine, I wake up. I write down my goals. I write down a gratitude list. Um, I then go to the gym. I then come back and take a cold shower. And then I go and meditate. And then I eat breakfast some days or I skip breakfast. And then I go to start what I call work at nine, which, you know, if we have a meeting at nine, then it's a meeting or it's some other work-related task typically on the doors at nine. Or it could be like if I have pipeline work to do, I might do it in the morning. But typically it's going to be doors at nine because typically our meetings are at noon. So I'm on the doors from 9 a.m. until 11.30, drive to the meeting, meetings from 12 to like 1.30, you know, eat some lunch, get to turf at two and back on doors from two until nine. Now, when I'm saying I'm on the doors, that time is broken up with appointments, right? Um, so, but it's basically like if I'm not in an appointment or in a meeting, then I'm on the doors. So I'm always doing something, you know what I mean? And, and, and typically I would end up working until uh, 10 o'clock, honestly, most days, because often I'd have late appointments that ran until 10 or 11, or I would just be done knocking at nine, but then have a bunch of calls to make to, the, to, to, to my mentees to try to make sure they're on point and see how, if I could add value to them in any ways and, um, or just pipeline, making sure my deals are moving forward. I'm actually getting paid for them. Um, you know, so that's, that's pretty much my daily routine. And then I come back, I eat dinner. Um, whenever I get home, I eat dinner right away. I just fucking lay down on my couch, go on Instagram, watch a couple of YouTube videos, um, go to sleep, rinse and repeat. Makes total sense to me. So success for you for this whole month was pretty much rinse and repeat, right? I mean, it doesn't sound like there was too much stuff that you were doing that was interfering with your routine. And I think that's a big part of it, man, is consistent. Everyone, everyone thinks achieving these big results, there has to be some outrageous efforts and energies and different things that you're doing all throughout the day that high performers do that separate them from everybody else. But really what you just outlined to me was very similar to the, the, the routine or of most high performers. It's just doing the little things consistently that sets you up to be able to go after your day with a sense of confidence and certainty. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. That's powerful. 100%. That's powerful. So in terms on a go forward from here, so now you said you should be a manager by next month, which, you know, I hope after making a hundred grand a month, you know, that that's what happens, but I'm sure that will. And now you have people underneath you that you're already mentoring, that you're already mentoring. So what, what does it look like for you in terms of growth? You know, paint the vision for us. Are you going to be potentially running the state of Florida? Do, do you love the idea of growing in terms of management? Do you want to focus on continuing to set the bar from your own personal sales? I mean, obviously being doing both is, is possible, but where do you see your, your focus going on a, on a go forward basis from here? So the focus is going to transition into making sure my guys are successful, you know, as a manager, because that's what I'll be getting compensated for as well. But obviously, like that only takes so much time. So beyond the time that that takes to, to add value to them, I would be obviously personally selling. I'm not just going to only grow my guys and then just when I'm done with that for the day, just lay down and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I, I'm very ambitious. There's no, no amount of money that would make me feel satisfied. So I'm always going to be working. So, but yeah, the, the, the vision is, you know, it's the same in solar as long as, you know, solar is as lucrative as it is, which, you know, hopefully we have two to four years of that and um, just milk all the money out of it. I can invest it, make passive income and, um, you know, however long solar, as long as sales, as long as solar is the most lucrative industry to be in, it's where I'm going to be. If some other industry becomes more lucrative, then that's where I'm going to go. But for now, there's nothing that can even come close to solar. Solar is fucking undefeated. So that's where I'm going to stay. For, for as long as I can foresee indefinitely. 
Love that. And from a leadership perspective, and I just want to spend the, the remaining time that we have together on that, because that, that, that's, a big, that's a big part of this community. That's a big part of my heart. You know, what do you think makes somebody a good leader? What, is some, uh, what makes somebody a good leader? Uh, mm-hmm. A couple of things. Probably number one is, is for one, like actually doing what you're trying to get them to do. You, you can't tell someone to knock if you're not going to knock. You know what I mean? Uh, another thing is being successful yourself. People aren't going to look up to someone that isn't actually being successful themselves. You can't inspire someone to make a hundred thousand in a month if you're not doing it yourself. So, so, you know, those are two major things. And then as well, it's just like actually being empathetic to the people that you're trying to lead and like trying to actually hear out whatever they're going through and, and care from an emotional standpoint to where you can provide value in whichever way that you feel they need. You know, as, as a leader, as a manager in sales or wherever, like you're going to have, especially sales or anything where it's performance based, you're going to have people where, you know, they're, they're feeling down about their girlfriend or about this or about that. And you have to be able to kind of like almost be their therapist or their football coach or type shit, you know what I mean? And, and get them on point to go through it. So, I mean, those are some, you know, points that I would think would make a good leader that are popping into my head. There's maybe others that I have or don't have. And, you know, you don't have, that's another thing, always trying to grow. So like me, I'm very open-minded. I feel like the more I know, the more I feel like I don't know. So I'm always trying to learn. And that's another thing to be a leader is to always grow. If you can't grow yourself, how are you going to grow your guys? So, you know, having that open-minded growth mindset is, is very important as well. So speaking of that, and I want to get a little bit vulnerable here, what do you, where do you feel like you can still improve? Because I want people to understand, you know, just because you make $100,000 in September at 23 years old of 2021, you said it before, right? You're always trying to get better. So where do you need to improve? Uh, you mean like um, business-wise or just life? In general, where do you feel like you can improve, right? Because I want people to understand it doesn't matter how much money you make in a month. The journey is never ending. Of course, of course. Um, where do I feel like I can improve? Let's see. Um, for one is balance. I need to, you know, make sure I don't burn out and overwork myself. Cause that's why I can't work out my upper body right now. Cause I injured my elbows boxing. Cause I'm a fucking addict. I have an addictive personality. So I, I always do too much or nothing at all. So, um, you know, that I, to learn some balance and as even though I have the energy to go create, like today, I'm trying to take it off. I want to go knock like doors right now, but I'm saying like, no, you can't do that. You need to just chill for at least one day before you go crazy again all this month to make sure to prevent yourself from being sick. So that's one thing is like some more balance and to not overtrain. Um, any other ways I can improve? Um, uh, probably spend more time speaking with uh, my, you know, my family. Um, particularly my mom. Um, not, I mean, I speak with her very often, but probably should spend a little more time. Um, any other ways I can improve, stop procrastinating, fucking going to physical therapy and healing my elbow. I mean, that's just stupid. So that's one of the things I'm going to, you know, that's one of my goals that I'm starting to write down every morning is like, figure out exactly what I need to do to heal this fucking elbow so I can get back in the gym. Because right now when I'm working out, I was basically doing yoga every day or I was going and working out legs. You know what I mean? I, I, I want to be able to start um, working out my upper body and get back into that. I, I used to be in really good shape, so I want to get back there. So that's stuff. But I, I'm a procrastinator. I need to stop procrastinating that. Um, and uh, what else? 
trying to think, man. I think that's all good stuff. The reason I had you go through that, man, is, is number one, again, I want everybody to understand. I think it's so interesting that you called yourself a procrastinator after going in and putting in 13 hours of work a day, regardless of the elements to go make six figures. So that's very interesting. But my question to you would be, since you're now getting to that point of having that leadership title, you already have people that are, you know, you're responsible for, how do you think fixing all of those, you know, fixing those couple of things you just had listed there might even make you a better leader and in turn help you to actually maybe make even some more, more money through your personal sales. So my question is again, how, how do you think, you know, what would it be like if you started to really dive into that and what, what do you think that impact would be on the people that are following you to see you be a more well-rounded leader? I think it would just make them more well-rounded. You know what I mean? I, I, I think that's what it would do. And it would probably, you know, put, put, put a little more uh, fire onto, um, or a little, it'd probably increase my income potential tad to be a little more well-rounded and, you know, not procrastinate certain things that, you know, there's probably other, what else am I procrastinating? I mean, I think I need to go to the courthouse and pace. Well, that's not really procrastinating. That's just cause like, I'm like, just can't stop selling solar and I'm very busy, but like I got to hire a personal assistant. That's something I need to do. But I mean, yeah, uh, I, I, and, there's not really much I can think I'm procrastinating currently other than the elbow thing. You know what I mean? But I used to procrastinate more shit and it's just like procrastination is not a lazy thing. I'm not lazy. I've never been lazy. It's, it's typically an emotional thing. People avoid doing things that for some reason they have a negative emotion towards. So like for me, sure. I used to procrastinate school because I fucking hated school and I'm very smart. I just don't like school. I didn't see it getting me anywhere, anywhere. now I'm going on tangent, but yeah, I don't. I, I think it would just it would definitely make them more more well rounded. I love that. And again, I just think you know, I, and and you know, I, I I was in the solar industry for a long time, so for me, it's it's amazing to look back and hear you know hear what you're talking about right now because it's I've seen how this transpires over and over again, and you really just showed everybody that's. I, I mean, I can't even imagine what the culture and your group chats and and you know what it was like that day when you when you hit one hundred and three thousand. And you posted that out for everybody who had that goal already solidified in your mind from the beginning. You know, what was it like on your team chat when you posted that final deal on that last day of the month to exceed that six figure mark? You know, what, what were those messages, comments? Cause I know you've been getting blown up. What was it like when you achieved that? What, what do you think you inspired in other people? Yeah. I mean, our group chat was pretty fucked. Everyone was getting hyped. Um, Instagram was even crazier. Um, you know, I definitely, I think I had a hundred comments uh, of which some of them were my replies and a couple of people double commenting. I had like 80 different people in my fucking comments. And then I had like probably, you know, I don't even know, like 30 or 40 people in my DMs. Like, and there were people constantly in my DMs throughout the journey because everyone was following this journey because the way I was posting it was grabbing attention. And that was the point because we're in the game of attention. I'm trying to recruit, you know what I mean? So I thought I did a good job with that. But yeah, it was, it was, everyone was just like, damn, like, holy fuck, bro. Like you actually did it. Like, this is inspiring. Like same type of message and said in different ways. You know what I mean? Um, you, you know, you show me what's capable of blah, 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 that kind of stuff. You know, um, it was pretty crazy. And the way I felt was pretty crazy as well. Did you get any responses from anybody that was watching from the outside, whether they were in solar or not on your team or not, that, that maybe surprised you, maybe some people you gave some motivation to and inspired that you weren't expecting to that was following along? Outside of solar people? Yeah, just in general. Yeah. Or even responses from people internally. Yeah, there is, there is definitely people. It was, it was probably, man, probably majority solar people, but there's definitely a good amount of people outside of solar that were like, damn, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's impressive. And the reason I asked you that question, Julian, is I think, you know, for anybody listening to this, when, when you go through and you're pursuing your goal, it doesn't matter, you know, if, you, if you're going after a work goal or a goal within your family or whatever it might be, it doesn't have to, people get inspired when they see other people chasing their dreams. And you don't have to necessarily be in the same industry or going after the exact same goal. You know, when people are going after certain things, you give permission and inspiration to other people yeah. to go after their dreams and goals. So I just think yeah. it's super important. That's why I asked you that question because I'm sure there was people watching, whether they commented or not. You know, I definitely feel like you raised the bar for other people in your life just by you putting that effort in for yourself. Yeah. Oh, you know, I just, sorry, I just thought of something. The earlier question, things I could improve. I need to get better at letting go, like letting go some shit, like just be like, fuck it. Like just like I'm an overthinker. I'm a very anxious person. That's, that's, that's something that I need to improve on, you know, and that's why I meditate. That helps a lot. Like I, I, I highly suggest everyone here fucking meditates. Like that shit will change your life. Like you'll just, you won't even have to think about what you're going to say. Shit will just flow out of your mouth. It'll be fire. You know what I mean? Like you, you got to meditate because you're basically, and you increase your focus too. When you're focusing, your meditation is basically not doing, it's like trying to block out all the thoughts, right? So you're basically not, you're not thinking about really anything. You're, you're doing your best to do that. And you do that by not trying, right? You do it by letting go. So when you're letting, and, and, and then you're you know, basically not analyzing the thoughts that come into your brain, you're kind of blocking stuff out to where when you do need to focus on just one thing, it's a lot easier because you've already practiced focusing on or blocking out everything. So now you, you have something to distract you is that one thing you're focusing on. It's a little easier when you've meditated and practiced that. So it increases your focus. It, it, it increases like your just brain power. Like you're just more sharp. Like I'm naturally a sharp person. Like I'm, I talk pretty fast. I think quick. But meditation will put you on another level, you know, daily. It has to be daily, though, at least like 15 minutes. Like that shit is, is a game changer. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and Julian, I appreciate you being so vulnerable and open on this, man, and really and, and diving into that question about where you feel like you can improve. Because, again, people are going to see the title of this. They're going to they're gonna hear what you've done. You know, maybe some of these people, you know, you'll share it with your friends that have been following your journey the whole way through. And I didn't want people to just hear this episode and it be, you know, something about how, you know, oh, this is just work hard and here's what you'll achieve. No, it's, there, yeah. there's, there's a lot of things at the end of this journey that you're even looking back and saying, okay, I've raised the bar on my own self and here's what's possible, right? And I know if I work hard, I can achieve this goal. But all, oftentimes after you achieve a goal, sometimes it reveals even more things in different ways that, that you also need to focus on in order to be a little bit more balanced the next time you go achieve that goal. Because let's call it for what it is you know, could the work ethic and everything you've done, you know, you already, you already mentioned burnout, you know, could you have done what you just did in September the exact same way for 12 months and not burn out? I think you already answered the question. I think the answer to that is probably you would have, right? Wait, I'm sorry. You're saying could, if I could, you're saying, do I think I'm going to burn out? I'm sorry. What was the question? No. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. That might've been my end. So in terms of the, you know, what you had to do to go achieve what you had just achieved in September, right? Working 13 hours a day and maybe a little bit lack of balance, like you had mentioned to before, if you were to just repeat that process for 12 months in a year, regardless of how talented, skilled and hardworking you are, the end result of that outside of just financially at the end of 12 months of doing that, you probably wouldn't be in all that good of a place. Oh, if I was just like work, 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 work. Yeah, yeah. yeah you need some balance, hundred percent. So in terms yeah, of get, in terms of getting that balance and being that leader, right? Some of the most successful people that are the leaders of the, just speaking with the solar industry, guys that both of us know very well. 
you know, you see, man, the, the next level, they're great family people. You know, they have really well-balanced teams. They have hundreds, if not thousands of reps around the country that they're responsible for. And they're really learning to, and to empower and balance and, and have all that good stuff come into play. So it, it's, it's, I find it fascinating that I get the opportunity to chat with you here after such a monumental month and now look forward to seeing what you're going to do moving forward and how you continue to find that middle ground that you're looking for to make this something where not only is your income going to go up because you're going to be balancing that and you're going to be helping other people to be successful, but you're also going to find that harmony that I think you're looking for with your own sales as well. So it's an exciting time that you're in, man. So, you know, just in closing here, coming on this 50 minute mark, you know, what, you know, what's your, what's your vision ahead, man? You know, what do you want to accomplish? What are your goals? You know, where are we going to see you in the next five to 10 years from now, man? Five to 10 years vision. Um, vision. When I think vision, I think a long time beyond 10 years, but basically, Perfect. and take, take, yeah. take us to where you're going, man. Give us a story. The clear it is, the clear it is to achieve. Yeah. I mean, end goal vision is, you know, to own a business, whatever kind of business it be. I'm unsure of, um, to have passive income, um, probably a lot in real estate as far as the vision for financial stuff, right? So basically to be very well off generational wealth, not just for me and my family, but like for my kids, 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 you know what I mean? So that's, that's the financial part of the vision. And then, you know, do I see myself like what a lot of people do want to retire? I don't think I enjoy work. I mean, I don't see foresee myself wanting to do that or doing that, but I'll probably taper it down. I'm not going to be working the kind of 90 hour weeks I'm doing now for the rest of my life, but I'm definitely going to stay working at least 40 hours full time until I'm fucking like dead probably, you know what I mean? So, um, but you know, I, 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 as far as like non-financial part of my vision, I, I do want to have obviously a family like most people. I want to have a wife. I want to have children. I have very specific goals. I have very specific things I'm looking for in everything, not just money, but like, you know, what kind of woman I'm looking for, what, what I want two guys and a girl, you know what I mean? Like I, you know, I want to have, you know, a house somewhere like not city, like, like more rural. I don't know where Colorado fucking, I don't know. And I just kind of want to vibe, you know what I mean? I'm going to work, but I want to kind of be like out there, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I want to be, you know, in great shape, super healthy, something that's super important to me is health. Like, and that's a thing that I think could help a lot of people hitting their goals is to make sure that they're like, not just working, but actually like, you know, oiling their machine, which is their body and making sure that they're healthy. So I put a big emphasis on eating healthy and avoiding certain things um, that could, you know, say lower your testosterone and eating certain things that could raise it because that's a big part for sales is testosterone. Um, but you know, I, I, I try to, you know, I just want to be healthy, happy, fucking wealthy and just chilling. You know what I'm saying? With, with a wife and a family. I love it. So in five, to, in five to 10 years, hopefully I got by 10 years, I better have my kids busted out. I'm trying to get them out young. You know what I mean? They're the, the, the quality of the, the child is better when the woman's younger. Um, but I'm obviously not trying to rush it. I need the right person. You know what I mean? I love it. I love it. That vision yeah. is super clear, man. And it's, I have no doubt that you'll be able to achieve it. So do with that, this has been an absolute pleasure. And I am grateful that I got the opportunity to chat with you right after a huge accomplishment. And I have no doubt that this is going to be the first of many in your career. And I look forward to having you back on the podcast when you have an entire team of people. And quite a few of those people are now picking up the reins right where you left off and showing the next generation of people in your company that making six figures in a month is nothing more than a mindset and believing in a goal and knowing that you're going to accomplish it and, and reinforcing that confidence 
over and over and over again and creating a ripple effect of belief and breaking through yeah. those limiting beliefs. And, and it's, so, it's so much easier to do that when you're surrounded by a team of people that are all cheering you on. So it's, it's very clear, man, and, and it's exciting. And, and I have no doubt now coming up on this hour mark here why you achieved what you did. And, and it's my hope now that the audience that listens to this also has that same feeling. So Julian, anything you want to close out on? Any final thoughts? Anything you want to chat on here quick? Anything I want to close out on? Um, I guess I could just say like, you know, for anyone that is in sales or in some sort of performance-based thing, um, it's the beginning of a new month. Well, I don't know when you upload these, but you know, I like to at the beginning of a new month, like what I did before the month started, I was like, great, I have a fresh new month. This is what I'm going to do this month. So make a very specific goal and then commit, commit to yourself on what hours you're going to put in to get to that goal. Cause you need to put effort and input to get whatever output you want. And then tell yourself like what, give yourself rules that you're going to, you know, force on yourself to get there. Something that you need to, and, and, and sacrifice things. For example, like a rule, like, you know, like I'm only going to go out once a week, only if I'm on track to my goal, no more than once a week, like, or a sacrifice is if someone's like fucking drinking every night or like a stoner or whatever the fuck, like I'm not going to smoke weed this month or I'm only going to do it at night or this or that. You know what I mean? So set a very specific goal, commit to yourself to the hours you need, the input you need to get there, and then choose what you're going to sacrifice that's holding you back in order to get there. And if you do those things and then you make a decision that you're going to do it, and sell yourself on the fact that you can, then I believe that anyone can accomplish what they said they might do. Because that's literally all I did. So, yeah. Love it. Julian, you crushed this, man. Um, where can we find you on Instagram? Where can people follow along with your next journey? And if they're interested in potentially getting into the solar industry and they've listened to this and they, they want to be mentored by you, they're super impressed with what you've done. They love your mindset. They know that you're maybe shifting a bit of your time here moving forward to growing others and helping them to accomplish what you just accomplished. Where can they find you? And again, what was the name of your company? So I work at Spartan Solar. Um, my Instagram is Julian underscore Gomez with three Z's. Um, and then if you want to contact me, just, you know, come into my DMs and I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you guys. I love it. Julian, thank you so much for your time on this. I have no doubt that you've inspired the next generation here to go show what's possible. Um, and, and I thank you for your time. And thank you to everybody who listened to another episode here of the Grow to Gold podcast. If you're not yet subscribed, please make sure you do that so you never miss another episode. And if you could leave us a review, whether it's on this episode or any other one that helps us to organically grow the show, which we would greatly appreciate. And we look forward to seeing you next time on another episode of the Grow to Gold podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.